This episode of The Shakes is brought to you by Squarespace, the beautiful and intuitive website platform that allows anyone to easily create professional web pages, blogs, online stores, and galleries all on a single platform. Simply start with one of Squarespace's award-winning designs and then add images and content or anything you'd like to sell online and then connect your social accounts and you will have a website that looks great on every device. All Squarespace accounts come with award-winning 24-7 support as well as cloud hosting and real-time analytics. And if you sign up for a year, they even give you a free domain name. Whether you're a creative professional, a business owner, or a blogger, Squarespace makes it easy to bring your ideas to life. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase on new accounts, go to squarespace.com shakes and use offer code MOMSBASEMENT. All one word, no apostrophe. Start your website for free today at squarespace.com shakes. Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. On the last episode of The Shakes. Um, so, I got a question. Yes. So we got beer buddies. We got beer buddies. And they contribute money. <laughs> yeah. But I go out and Every I buy beer. Every time you do this, well, it's I so can, like my grandpa. It's I like, can give hold you, on, guys. I got I a can, question. I can PayPal you the damn money. <laughs> no, no, no. But that goes to a good cause, right? The beer buddy. Well, it totally does. Well, if I had not been yeah, in to that our fucking meet- beer, if I if I but had- I buy the fucking beer. Well, I know. Well, no, hold hold on, hold up. Had, I just had don't I buy not beer. been in the all day meeting, oh, I, I would have gone and bought the beer using tracking. the money. I'm tracking. That if you if you really are concerned, I no. will PayPal you the no, money no, that no, was no, given. No, 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 no. I'm I'm just I, oh yeah. That's I, I mean that's just dirty whore. Well, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. This the the beer buddy money goes either to actual beer or it it has. That's gone, why I don't buy beer. It, it, but it also you it also don't buy has, beer because why am I speaking into this? the the, you don't the buy beer because you're fucking cheap the, because yeah, people are still too. listening probably. Hearts go out to everybody in Boston and everybody with family in Boston and anybody that knew anybody running in the Boston Marathon. That was incredibly sad and everything that we are hearing that's coming out of that is heartbreaking. So absolutely. Here's, here's what I think is weird is am I, is this yeah, working? It's, you're good. Um, because uh, because so much sports is covering this because it's the Boston Marathon, you have a bunch of sports people weighing in on things. And there was a discussion on local sports radio talking about, you know, these news stations calling it a terrorist attack. And Obama didn't say anything about a terrorist attack, which was smart. But the thing is, is and, and so what they were in effect doing was they were categorizing terrorist attack as international not domestic. Right. And it's like, whether it's international or domestic, it's still a terrorist attack. Yes. And, you know, my big thing was when, you know, Bush was so anti-terror everything, I said, well, surely next step will be to shut down the KKK, right? Because they're a terrorist group. They absolutely are. And they should not exist. Right. 
Not for him. I know there's all freedom of speech and everything, but if you're going to be anti-terrorism, that's a domestic terrorist group. So that is. That absolutely it'll be interesting is. to see yeah. what happens. Yeah, it's, it was it was a terrible, terrible well, thing. Well, uh, you know, uh, like we were saying before, we turned the microphones on. Um, you know, talking about that difference between international and domestic terrorism. Next week, you know, the like when I saw the news, I I was I was in a meeting, like an all day long meeting. And I dip my toe into Twitter just to see what's going on. And then, you know, good Lord, look what I find. You know, the first thing that comes into my head is, oh, wow. Next weekend, I'm running in a 5K that is memorializing Timothy McVeigh bombing the Oklahoma City Federal Building, you know, which is really weird. And the fact that I was actually there for all that, you know, made the stomach kind of go, oh. So that was weird. That was really weird. I mean, that's super scary. And also just, also, are you going to run? I am actually going to run. My whole family, we're all doing it. Like you're going to run. You're not just going to like fast walk because I would totally fast walk. Well, we're going to run portions of it. We, we've already, we, we know the route. We know where we're going to run and where we're totally walking. At what point, at (laughs) what point are you going to vomit? Do you have those areas? No, we're, or shit your pants. Shitting the pants might be a a real possibility, but um, it's it's at least mapped out with the difference, you know, the the equal distribution of running and walking, so that way there will not be vomiting, and so you know that'll be good. But yeah, I mean that was just you know weird, and of course like I'm like texting my wife I'm like oh god you know, we're we're going to the bombing run and this and she's like yeah but I mean seriously I'm like yeah I know. But it's Have weird. you been training for this? No. I don't know. I mean, it seems <laughs> <No>. like a... <laughs> I mean, you're just like, ah, I'm doing a 5K. Yeah, totally. Are you training for it? Nope. Nah. Nope. All right. Like, nope. I don't even know if I could run a full mile, like run the entire thing. I can do that. I can, I can do a do mile that. and it's... You can run a mile without stopping. Yeah. Yeah, I can for, too. Like on a treadmill... No, yeah. like outside. Like on, no, like on, on an elliptical. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> no, like on we. I can run a mile with the little yeah, thing in my pocket. pocket. Yeah, right. Yeah, I can't. My knees hurt too bad. I can't, I have to like stop halfway. It's and not pretty. I mean, there's shit coming out of every orifice <laughs> yeah. and stuff. But I can do. I can yeah. do a mile. Yeah, I was gonna say it takes me 15 minutes to do well, it. Well, I, I can. I can it. run. I can run an 8:30 mile right now. But well, see, that's in, that's in twice as good as me then. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Eight thirty a.m. No, <laughs> no, I can run an eight thirty mile, and but that's all on machines, so I don't know what I would do. And oh, like, you don't know what it would be for real, yeah. for realsies. If you, you had know, to go up you know and what you should, you know what you should get, Jeremy, just to help you. What's that? The zombie Zombies. run. The zombie, zombie run. run. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no. Except we're, we're that's gonna... a full out run. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's run no... for your life run. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like they're still on you. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, I'm uh, running. That's full. so scary. I mean, as if like as if running up the stairs after you turn out all the lights downstairs. I mean, I just imagine that this app is just like how many a times bunch of like those moments on the stairs so, running up the so stairs. Many, so many. I have injured myself yeah. so many times. Oh, Turn off God. the lights now. Go. You never no, because get, seriously, I really think that somebody is behind me with like a pitchfork. You never get too old for that to scare the shit. Yeah, really, because I keep waiting. No, I keep mm. thinking that like you know what, 
someday I'm going to be a real adult and like I no. can turn on the turn off because my husband can do it. My husband will turn off all the lights and like calmly walk up the stairs and I'm just like at the top of the stairs like, dude, there is a fucking monster waiting to grab your butt. Any minute, he's going to grab that, you by the butt. The, that's what the monster's going to do, grab yeah, your butt. Yeah, the, the monster wants your butt. He's going to pinch your butt. He's going to give you a little hey, scoop sweetie. on the boob. <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely what's going to happen. I, I'm the reverse, though. It's like, I, I, I got no problem turning off the lights and calmly walking up the stairs. Walking. It's coming down into the oh, basement yeah, no, and turning that's, on the oh, light. Okay, That's oh, a totally different oh, story. Yeah. Can I, oh, yeah. Can I, let, me, let me share a really quick story. Okay. <laughs> so... Old house, basement doors in the weather swell and retract. And when they swell, house alarm goes off. Oh, man, yeah. And so, and it's never like during the day. I mean, it's at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So, house alarm goes off 3 o'clock in the morning. We call the cops. They say they do a circle of our house. Perimeter, don't see a break-in anywhere. They're at the front door. I have to now go downstairs from our bedroom to the front door. So I'm thinking if there's anybody in the house, they could possibly jump me yep. while I'm going to the front it's door. It's going down. Any so I minute. go down and I open up the front door and we have, um, um, we have vines growing on the side of the house mm-hmm. and they have grown into our front doorway and they are on the, on the front stoop, on the ground of the front stoop. I open up the door. My wife's standing at the top of the stairs. She sees the vines. She thinks someone has broken a pot on our front stoop. So she screams. So I am opening the door to two armed policemen. And when I open the door, the first thing they hear is a scream. Uh, a woman like, scream. Jesus, are you trying to get me killed? Oh, oh man! So, so Rusty's illustration, right? Awesome. Rusty is my favorite person in the entire world. First of all, have either of you met him in person? Oh yeah, no. Okay, yeah. Because Pat, I'm just going to tell you that, like, whatever you could possibly envision of him being like whatever your vision of him is in terms of like the best possible vision you could have times that by a hundred because that's who he is. He's like kind of Clark Kenty and then like, but also like adorably humble and like comes up to you and is just like bright eyed and bushy tailed and excited to talk. And you're like, what? That's (laughs) rusty. He's my favorite. Rusty's awesome. So if you guys don't know what we're talking about, like earlier in the week, I tweeted out and I don't know, it was just a a thought that popped in my head. I was like, it would be really cool if we had some sort of a, some sort of a drawing if of the three of us kind of sitting around in your mom's basement, Wayne's world style, talking it up. And so I just said, Hey, hey, it would be really cool if we had this uh, drawing of the shakes cast looking like Wayne's world. Which is a pretty weird. Which is kind of but, weird. But uh, okay. Yeah, sure. I mean, I would have gone with like Chippendales, but I'm a millennial. It, it so. was what was in my head. Weird Gen Xers. Yeah, okay. it was what was in my head. So I don't know. Three days later, no, two, not even three days. Two days, like the day after or something. Anyways, I get this email that 
that just said the shakes as Wayne's world. And, you know, and of course the, the email itself was, was really humble. I was like, yeah, this is, this was really, you know, kind of thrown together and, and, and <laughs> just kind of had to, you know, this is what I had time to do I and was everything. Just doodling yeah, and, and, but it's amazing. It is totally amazing. Okay, yeah. I got. I have a. I have a compliment sandwich. Compliment oh, sandwich. Oh, rusty. Brace rusty. yourself. Okay. Pat's about to create something a direct. nice, something constructive, <laughs> something nice, something nice, something nice, something nice. I like that he made me very thinning. <laughs> something constructive, something constructive. You made me the fucking haircut the guy. The cut guy. It sucks while no, it cuts. No, that was the it best. It certainly does suck. Dude, seriously. It sucks <laughs> while it cuts. No, but it's... I mean, seriously, though. Wait, come on. Wait, what? what Quinn, you... Quinn was really the only, the only real choice for Garth. Yeah, that's and true. And I mean... That's true. I... I, I I think that the and the then, me as Wayne was pretty good too. And then and then he made. So it what up were you going to be? Were you the, were you going to be the I love you man, or were you going to be Rob Lowe? What were you going to do? Because he could have drawn you getting a body cavity. I was going to be the angry guy that owns. The that's yes. You could you could have been. That's exactly. Like, that's what I was thinking. Have, have you, you ever, ever seen you, him? You, you should want to pull his. His dark heart from his chest and show show him how dark it is. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could have been the donut guy. How old were you guys when Wayne's World came out? I was in college. Something. I was in college. <laughs> college. I, think, I was yeah, a I was sophomore in college, in college yeah. so I was like twenty, nineteen, twenty. I I I went through a lot of college quoting so, that movie. So you easily saw that movie like. A hundred times. Well, oh, what's yeah, funny is totally. Gabe and I. Gabe and I just watched it again. Yeah, like, it was just on less than a week ago. Yeah. And I, as a matter of fact, time? I think that's no, why no, no, it went through my it. head because it was just on TV. Yeah. No, it's 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 awesome. I anyway, mean, I've so, seen yeah, Wayne's the, World the, like probably three times, and I've seen Wayne's World two probably one and a half times. Right. Oh no, I I I got. I used to have the VHS tape that I got for like two ninety nine at McDonald's with you know the purchase of a McBurger or whatever. They McBurger. yeah well yeah they they had this whole weird thing that you could it wasn't a Happy Meal but you could buy whatever burger they were test marketing oh, or something at the time. Hey, I felt pretty good. I got myself a Wayne's World VHS tape, and so I hung out and I watched it a lot. It was great, but the 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 it, Again, and we'll put the link to the to the illustration in the show notes. But it's so good, and we've got the it's the shakes top five, and the the top five are fantastic. I loved the fact that number five was Joel Gerhold. Yes, <laughs> that was really that was, was really really good. Pretty astute. That was that uh, yeah because he he was a he's a five peat beer buddy and and so I was like that's pretty smart. Oh, uh-huh. I didn't even you think didn't about even that. You didn't even see yeah. all of the hidden awesomeness I mean, that's, that was that's, in that that's photo. That's the thing is that like, it wasn't rest- just like this great drawing that he did. That he it was just like, had time to do. There was, was like, thought. He in this. totally put thought into yeah, it. Yeah, it's, and it's by awesome. the way, guess what's number yeah, one? Yeah, no, that was zero. <laughs> that's thought. right, number one. He doesn't even care. Pretty kittens running around in a little pushy killer pillow. Has nothing to do with that. It has to do with cats committing suicide mm-hmm. and living in spite of themselves. Uh-huh. Yeah. So thank you, Rusty, for the awesome, awesome illustration. Yes, of thank course, thank you, Rusty. And of course, 
pipes over there. He's greedy. Now he's like, I wonder what we would look like as Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah, which, I'm like, which I gotta say, I, I wonder. I wonder that too. Again, I another Gen out. X reference that like. I put the I challenge. That's not even a Smokey. That's not a Gen X thing. No, that's that a seven. I was like, I was like five when that came. Yeah. out. Well, still put, more Gen Xy than. I put the challenge out. Whoever else wants to draw us as a unique threesome. See, now the problem yeah, with Smokey even have and, to the be Smokey and the Bandit is, is that I'm going to end up as the fat, angry. Okay, I challenge. I challenge threesome. everybody out there to draw us as rescue rangers. Which Jeremy and Pat will not get. No, I totally get it. What? I totally Seriously? get it. Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers. Chip and Dale. My son grew up on Rescue Rangers. Yeah, I Dude, totally get that. Dopest show ever. The weird chick that you're like, what kind of animal is she? I don't understand. Bridget. Yeah, I feel like I meet a lot of ladies that, where I'm like, you look like Bridget from draw, Chippendale. Draw us as Transformers. There you go. Or DuckTales. Woo! DuckTales! DuckTales. God. Uh, yes. So, or anyway. you can draw us as My Little Ponies because solely because Pat and Jeremy would make hilarious My Little Ponies. Oh, God. <laughs> draw us as um, uh, He-Man, Master of the Universe. Or what was the other one? Thundercats. Um, not Thundercats, but it was... Um, oh, shit. Well, okay, what was it? Was it along the lines of... Well, Master it was... Um, it was... The, he was, like, forced into the future, and it's him, and he's, like, some barbarian. Thundar the Thundar, Barbarian. Yeah. Thundar... Well, that's another 70s thing. The motherfucking barbarian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gen X-y. Um, what, what's my lady friend name? My lady friend that Volvo? went and got ice cream. What? Went oh, went. went and got. Oh, oh, Ashley. Heather? Ashley Honan. Yeah, Ashley. Ashley. I want Ashley to do an interpretive drawing of us. There you with go. No. Anybody out there that wants to do just interpretive drawing of the three of us. Yeah, we don't even care do, if you yeah, think that you can need, draw or doesn't whatever. Need, not, doesn't need to have a theme. Yeah. Yeah, interpretive is yes. the key word. Yeah, it doesn't even need to be... Be creative. That's yes. what this show is about. Be with a K. We'll put it up on our refrigerator. <laughs> with a K. With, and we'll show with it With creative, to spelled with a K and four I's. So we got we got an email just we the did. other day. Yes. We did. Now, it, let's, it was let's, a honker. It's a yeah, it was, it was another honker. Um, another a uh, little bit too long for a dramatic reading, but I will say okay. I'll. I'll who, d- does anybody else want to do a dramatic reading? You do the summarized dramatic. Okay, reading. so summarized. Well, I will just read paragraph two, which is the the uh, to me. I feel like the summarized dramatic reading, and uh, this comes from our friend Mitch. And now a dramatic reading with Jeremy. I work for a small web slash mobile design studio. We're currently... Take two. Jesus. I fired. We are currently wrapping up two app projects, and it's looking like we're about to hit a lull after about eight months of furious activity. I was approached by the studio's owner this afternoon and asked to start thinking about a rebranding project for the business. Now... I've only been working with the studio for about three months, and I'm the lone designer on staff. So, 
this is a big responsibility that I am about to take on. And then the, the, the email goes on to kind of ask our advice on what to do as uh, you have been faced with a rebranding project. And, you know, some of the deliverables that I deliver, what, what is wrong with me? I'm drinking too much. Uh, what is wrong? Or what is wrong? The, fuck, Pat, take it. Jesus. <laughs> he has to do a logo and other things. <laughs> Jeremy just signed off. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy's done. Yeah. And that's it for that's me That's Jeremy's tonight. sign off for the night. <laughs> fuck, Pat, take it. So. Release me from these chains. I mean, Mitch is totally right in in all of his um, assumptions of this being a a heavy ask. It is a very heavy thing. I mean, even if they had just said, we want you to come up with the new logo, that would be hard enough. But it sounds like he's being tasked with, uh, you know, and which... Yeah, he's being Which, tasked a designer, with a rebrand, not just, hey, design us a new logo. But as a designer, Mitch, this is an excellent opportunity and also goes to show that either your shop sees you as somebody with the kind of potential that could influence the future or they just see you as a workhorse. Either way, it's a great opportunity for you to prove yourself as somebody that can have a tremendous amount of effect on where this company goes in the future. Mm-hmm. There, like, yeah. So you're not just like a design monkey in your like little glass case throwing poop against the wall. You are like an integral part of this company and, and what is going to happen next to yeah, it. Integral. And, and, and my, yeah, what and did I say? Integral. Integral. And okay. my and my sense of, of reading the rest of the like email the is that, that it <laughs> certainly is the former. It's like, I don't think that they just see him as a workhorse. They because the the rest of the email, which I was so ineloquently able to put, was that basically they've gotten to where they want to be so far on whatever it is that they have, and now they want to grow. They want to start a new chapter in their lives basically and so Mitch is being tasked with deciding what that direction is well that's how I feel. first of all great job listening to the shakes and writing in from Willington North Carolina where we will be talking about your nondescript studio on air and how <laughs> yes. to promote it via right. social media right. exactly <laughs> yeah the studio which we have no idea what their well, name yeah. is what is that name <laughs> So yes. what what so I So that's number 1. So there to me there are there are lots of ways to figure out a if his bo- if his bosses or boss knows what the hell they're talking about. So it could be mm-hmm. the fact that they haven't just asked him to redesign a logo and called that branding right. is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They know there's a bigger picture. Yes. yes. And so then if tasked with this actual job means that, you know, and the fact that he's new and I don't, does it say how many years experience he has here or no, no but, but I, I again, I get like the sense he, that he's fairly new yeah. in the biz. So, well, so no, the fact, it actually sounds if he's new that he's 
fairly astute at what he's talking well I, mean, I, I don't know about i mean he's definitely new he, here based on this email he's had quite of experience in terms of promoting and winning clients for their design studio so he could he could be 30 year veteran for all we know yeah right right we don't know so it's kind of interesting that he was thrown this assignment um it doesn't sound like he came in being this branding guru or maybe he did, but it doesn't sound like according to his email well, that the, the the yeah. The other thing that I think is really interesting because reading this completely mirrored kind of what I personally am going through here at work. Uh you mm-hmm. know, I work here at at Click Farm, which is a digital design boutique. 90% of everybody here is a developer. Uh, I am not the lone designer, but I am one of few designers. And so, yes, part of, part of I think, what is happening to Mitch is that they go, oh, you're the designer. You know about this. You just, just run with it. Um, but also looking at, at what he was what he was asking as far as we need to put this together and this together and what should we do on social media and everything. The number one thing you need to do before you go into any sort of logo design, into before you put pencil to paper and start drawing any sort of symbol, is figure out what that story is. Yes. Because they because your company definitely knows that they want to adjust what they are about and what they want to be to themselves, you know, internally and to clients and prospective clients in the future. What is that story? That and is don't the make most it a bullshit important. Story. No, it's right. not a bullshit story. And that is the most important thing before you figure out any color, before you figure out any logo. But that is it. And this is the mistake so commonly made, I think, by companies and by brands in general is that. They put six designers on a project, say, hey, go figure out the rebranding for this. And the designers they figure out themselves during that process. The designers yeah. are just like, so then they they're, they're lost up puppies because of... at the end of the day, like you need a writer, you need a, sh- yep, they've started in you need the a wrong planner. Place. You need somebody that is going to guide that thinking mm-hmm. because good design has good thought behind it. It doesn't come from nowhere. It's not just art realized out of thin air yeah design is as much strategy and thought as writing as planning as me i mean everything that's out there that requires that sort of discipline design has that behind it too it just looks prettier yeah so i think that number one you would have to pinpoint whoever the person is in your company that is the holder of the story and you need to tap into them and get them to narrow that story down to some really, really specific and descriptive, interesting language for you. And you're going to have to, I mean, you have to get the buy-in of the bosses. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take several, because my guess is, is that the first interview with the bosses is going to be superficial bullshit, which everybody talks about. And then you're really going to yeah. have to dig deep and get to the meat and potatoes of what are we really? I mean, in this big sea of everybody saying... Oh, this is how we're different and making up bullshit. He's really going to have to get to right. Them. But rather than making it a thing where they dictate to you, right. because I've totally seen that happen, you know, and it's almost impossible for you to succeed that way. I I would challenge you, Mitch, to somehow find a way for them to f- 
find a for you to find a way to collaborate with your bosses yeah. on yeah. this. Yeah, Make absolutely. it a collaborative experience yeah. where they don't just you don't just interview them. They become the kind of people that are writing you an explicit brief for what you need to design. Mm-hmm. And don't think about it as a brief that you might get for a client project. Think of this as like a really personal brief, almost like an entry in a diary. Yeah. Now let's take that a step further because here, again, this mirrors so closely what, what we're going through right now. Let me, get, let me throw this out at you. Here's what we did. We sat down and we all wrote little stories about what we thought the, the future of the company meant to us. And we put all those things down. And then we gave that to a writer. And we said, you put this into, you know, because we know that this is not, you know, this is, we are not going to be the ones to craft this story. So how, knowing here are the things that we think are important. How are you going, how are you going to help bring that uh, to life for us? And so then having turned that out to a writer and then getting that back, that gives us something else. And I'm going to give you a second piece of advice and this part will maybe not be so popular to Mitch, uh, <laughs> given the fact that he was he was tasked with this and 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 really seems like he would like to take this on. I started here, what, six, seven months ago, and we started with this rebranding. We knew right away that we wanted to rebrand and turn into something else. And we still have not finished because, again, it's that that shoemaker's children thing it, it always gets pushed back to the to to the back of the list when other things come up and all that stuff and also you are just going to second when it's for yourself you second guess everything so much so much so not only have we have we given that story off to a writer to say you have you're in better hands with this than we are we're also looking at having a branding uh, a branding agency take what that writer puts out and turning that into the mark and into the identity. Uh, we're and taking ourself out of the equation. Right. That is very, very smart because yeah. the thing mm-hmm. is, is that you get somebody, and unfortunately this is the way it works and his window of opportunity may be early enough that he can get away with it. Right. But the thing is, is that you get so much more done when somebody outside comes in and does it rather than you, because there's so much internal stuff that you have to deal with Yeah, and they will get that outside person will get so much more leeway to look at it objectively and maybe say things that you've wanted to say, but for one reason or not, You're you can't, yeah, you can't do it. So this person outside can say, it. I mean, the Hallmark did that when we looked at, um, we went to Duffy design mm-hmm. to set up, how we were going to, you know, our style guide for the brand for packaging. And Duffy went in and said things like, this packaging, you say you're you're packaging a story buddy and it's Abigail and you have said Abigail 18 times on this package. Now, Fucking Abigail. Yeah, day to day, I mean, we could go that and we go, God damn it, we're saying Abigail, <laughs> you know, 16 times with the, you know, what's going on? But these people coming from the outside, they set it up like that, and everybody's like, "Oh man, yeah, what we got we, we got yeah, we got to scale back." And then we yeah. then we have tools that we can use time and time again. Mm-hmm. At first, I was like, 
oh man, I really want to develop that. But then in, you know, time has shown, I'm so glad we got it done so much quicker. Yeah. Because and, you would have toiled. You would have yeah, spun yeah. on and it. We got so much more leeway having somebody outside do it. Now yep. the question is, is his, yeah, is his window still good yeah. enough that he can still yeah, be I kind of so. that outside? Yeah. I mean, I, I I'm not think... saying that my way is the right way. Right. I'm just saying that I no. made, I made 70 marks. And then we said, hey, you know what? There's a lot to like and all this stuff, but damn. Let's 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 move outside of this because we're gonna get some, because we're gonna get somebody who has a a view into our brand and what they think we are in addition to what we want to be that is gonna really bring that out. That we're not gonna see because we're too close to it. But the thing is, Mitch, what both Pat and Jeremy are basically saying is that it would be incredibly insightful of you to go to your boss and suggest that you hire a freelance writer. And it just so happens that we know exactly the freelance writer that you could hire. Oh, there you go. Amazing. What's her name? I don't know. Come on. She's kind of hot. Her, you know, what's her name? (laughs) That one girl. They called me her Oprah. Oprah. I'm I'm too self-absorbed to remember her. Jesus. Heather. Um, Oh, Is I was it Heather. I'm sorry. I was thinking Allison Brie again. <laughs> She's kind of hot. She's kind of hot. Jesus, I saw her in like... that Captain America outfit. <laughs> I didn't even say she was hot. She'll be the freelance writer, Allison Brie. Call Allison Brie right now. Have her. <laughs> no, be your Mitch, writer. don't call Allison Brie. That won't go over. Yeah, well that's for right. You. That's yeah. No, I mean that's Heather. I think we just made it. We just made no, a work I'm, connection. No, I made We're a work connection. Okay, and okay, you polluted fine. it with Allison Brie. Fine. Quinn just made a work connection. Okay, Wait, Mitch, even... you got to hook up with Heather. Heather will give you a dope brand story that then you can design your balls off to, which is exactly what your company uh, needs. You're really just... Depending on how comfortable... Fe- it. Yeah, de- you design your balls off on yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, Honestly. depending on how comfortable Heather feels with designing your balls <laughs> off. Well, she won't be designing it. She She'll may- just be writing this amazing story. Yeah, but then there are then- balls okay. sitting on yeah, her story. Exactly. Stop so, being so Gen X-y. Her, her story, her story just got teabagged. Okay, so the second part of his email, which is, which I thought was interesting. The social media? It's like whenever people think marketing, they think social media, which I think is, I, I don't associate necessarily. Yeah, I sure hope work. not. No, 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 no. I, God, seriously? I mean, do people automatically think social media when... Well, the reason they think that is because it's fucking free. But it's not. Yeah, it it's not. The it good, is. The good kind is not. It no. is not. Social media, even when it's free, always comes at a cost. Yes. Well, yeah, because if you're paying an agency to... T- I mean, it always comes at a cost. You're, no, you're right. even... E- I'm, I'm just... I am just... I am not talking Frankly, in terms of dollars. If, I am, there is always a cost. Mitch, if, if your agency, if your studio, if your design studio does not have... An editorial authority within the social space, it is a missed opportunity and a free missed opportunity because you don't have to pay to have somebody talk about interesting things in a social space and gain followers and interesting people who will want to look at your work and want to hire you. 
That is just the bottom line. Well, yeah, no. As she, a design she, studio, yes. you have a certain editorial authority and spaces and the ability to talk about things that entire advertising agencies can't talk about. Very true. She she doesn't. I, yeah, I, she's going beyond just hey twittering and, and right. Facebook. No, yeah, I'm no, talking about Twitter. Yeah. I'm talking about your well, design you studio should have a Tumblr where you just post really cool shit. Yeah. For people yeah. to follow, and that design Tumblr gets reblogged over and over that again is, within the design world. That's key. But someone has to be responsible right. for that and has to give it constant care and feeding. Constant. Which means you need to seek out that doesn't somebody mean 40 hours a week. in the world that already exists within the world. You need to pull a Pat Piper. You need to go find somebody that already does this and does a really good job at it and hire them for a very that low costs price. Money. <laughs> I said for a very low price. Costs, but but those to people Quinn's are point, cheap. The thing is, is that the the other thing is, is that when you're developing this story, you will begin to identify who you are and who you want to target. Yeah. I mean, it's no different from building a book. You build a book based on the kind of work that you want to do, the kind of clients that you want to work for. So once you start to define that, then you will have a better idea. I mean, it's very easy to go, we're going to go after everybody. Oh, you like that raspberry wheat? <laughs> Why does it taste like a Jolly Rancher? kind of does. It's like, you know, it's like you, it's very easy. It's like, well, we want to go after anybody. It's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. You yeah. really, you want to be really focused on who you want to go after. And then that will have, that will like, help you. When you think about the kind of clients that you want to have, is that client a small business owner? Is that client an independent contractor? Is that client a huge corporation? I mean, those are all things that like, when you create a brand voice you have to be so specific about mm -hmm. in order for you to be able to create the kind of design that will speak to the studio that you work for yeah like so many agencies in the world will you know they call it establishing a vertical yeah so you've got an agency well i'm just saying that's just what they call Fucking it heavy jeremy that's just what they call it I know it's a bullshit word, but you establishing know, establishing the velocity uh, uh, of cats. Yeah, you know, some agencies they just want to be they just want to be a restaurant agency. They want to go after right. restaurants. Right. Yeah, some agencies just want to go after agricultural things, and some so want to so go forth. after only retail. Right. Some wanna, exactly. Yeah. And so and so that's part of the story that you guys need to figure out, Mitch. Is like who? What do you want to stand for? Do you want to stand for small business? Do you want right. to stand for? Which, by the way, would be a dope little, angle. Yeah. Help yeah. Being the little guy. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Not enough people do that. Yeah. If you're if the you're the little Lord. guy studio that's out there for the little guy, that that's is awesome. an amazing specific angle is. that builds a strategy the second that you say. I it. wanted mm -hmm. to build. I wanted to build a consulting business based solely on um, helping small businesses grow. And then when they got to a certain point, then we were out and we were and on see and so helping so, them get so all like the permits help. Like yeah. I was just at Anton's and everybody there was bitching about how they can't serve liquor upstairs. And mm. I was like, oh, that Seriously? is so they have an entire upstairs. that's built furnished, ready to seat people. But They don't have a, a license for the but second because of floor. some bullshit loophole well, law and that is in so Kansas, Kansas City. I know, yeah. so right? I know. Crap. Okay, well, so that just brings up an interesting side thing. It's like you say that about small businesses. I've been thinking that 
okay, apparently we all need to just just quit our jobs and, and go and, start, and, and we go start a thing where we're just consulting for small business. Honestly, no, I think that we should go start a series of small businesses, create the infrastructure, and then hand them off to people that are interested. Just but give, not give motivated. people a, biz, a business in infrastructure. Well, like what I mean, it's kind of it's, it's, Cre- it's kind I'm of interesting. Super drunk, man. <laughs> like Jesus, I, the fact that I am holding it together this well is amazing, guys. But. No, but if we create the infrastructure, <laughs> the infrastructure <laughs> where all the information comes on. But if we create that, and then and like to me, it's like that's the future of advertising. The future of advertising is not in creating advertising; it's in creating these kind of business. You know, it's it's in creating the new quick service restaurant with this new concept, improving it to work, right? Yeah. No, I yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it it is because that's what people are doing. It is you. because that's what people are doing. Just because you don't agree with that, no, but or that it's even the no, right answer. Aren't doing it's what it people yet. are doing. But it's it's establishing a a retail center where there's all these experimental shops, mm-hmm. right? Just I know it sounds crazy, but it, but no, there is a it reality. Is crazy, but it's to what it. people are doing. But I. I fucking look at that space that's right next to Barkley every day and I'm like, we could just, I mean, for the number of businesses that have gone into that space and Did Perot failed, guys go out? Yeah. Oh, well, there you it's go. It's not then. a hot dog place anymore? Oh, no. It was <laughs> you hot missed dog a whole place. new generation. Yeah. Hot <laughs> dog places like two businesses Pierogies were the next yeah, thing and now oh, they're Jesus. gone too. Yeah. So, but I mean, I, I look at that space and I'm like, we could have had, we could have had five different experiments in that yeah. space. Yeah. You, you know? totally could have. And to think about the amount of money that's going towards shit that doesn't it doesn't need to go to, we could be putting it towards actually experimenting and, and launching new businesses. New business models, yeah. new yeah. 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 New operational models. And proving models. it out before we sell it to clients. Right. Sorry, right. Mitch, this was a huge okay, sidebar. Well, no, Wait, really no, no, quick, no. Right, right. I, I don't think it is a, I, I don't think it was a sidebar and I don't think we answered the question properly Wait. per Mitch's email. I've However, got- Go. He wants to know how to effectively okay, reach wait, Yeah, but, wait, but hold on. Let's hold. Wait, okay. what? Pat, go. Mitch, here's some watch outs. Oh, yeah. Stand for something and then stand for it. Don't make some kind of bullshit claim. Don't make some kind of stand bold for something claim. And then everything. Yes. Right. Don't do that. And then don't be, don't do it for marketing reasons only. Actually, make that be authentic to who you yeah, are. Yeah, that is, that is what you are from that day and forward. And when you create that, then building a brand is not just about building a brand that you... It's b- building a brand outward and inward. Mm-hmm. What are the things that you stand for internally? What makes you a brand that people covet? Because it's not just about... I Pat can't Piper imagine my life without serious knowledge. Um, but but the thing is, is that who are you? It's not just about how you are outward, right? It's about what, what you are. are in. I mean, Google is an awesome brand, and they're an awesome brand because of who they are inside, not how mm-hmm. they are outside. Right. The outside came secondary. The inside right. came in. You, you know, buy. First. They're inside. You don't buy their outside. You want to be a part it's of that. It's the Simon Sinek. Yeah, yeah Mitch, the, the circle. You, yeah, the circles. If you haven't yes. watched this talk. Oh, wait. Is no, I meant Zappos. Zappos, not Google. Sorry. Not Google. Zappos. It applies to yeah, both. Yeah, Simon it Sinek. Does. Yeah. What, what, what is the... 
I think it's a Name TED it. Talk. Yeah, it is a TED Talk. It's circles of... It's not circles of trust. That's Meaning like a... or branding. I can't remember. Yeah. But the whole point is that instead of starting from the outside and working in, you, you work yep, from the outside, yep. inside out. Yep, yep. Yes. And, and, and again, another perfect parallel. I'm, you know, you say you're a small shop. I'm assuming that means that you're less than 20. Click Farm is less than 20. We were exactly the same thing. But when when you create that story, it has to be a story that everybody, and, and that should be easy to do if you have less than that 20. That everybody can live. That everybody, yes, we know that that is what we are about. And, uh, and, so, and so, yes, we have not answered your question as it was written. However, we did that to let you know that there's a bigger story there there's a there's a bigger thing you have to tackle before you think about what you're going to do well, on twitter i mean the, or anything yeah like that. the thing the thing is is that it's really not our question to answer on how he targets those people yeah because once that's you tactical know, yeah that's once tactical. you know who those people are then you will know how to target them. yeah yeah i will go back to um how oh, now i can't think of shit it was a great agency out of Minneapolis. They did Mystic Lake Casino Outdoor, and I can't think of who they were. Um, but Brandy what Sappers. they now what they did was they did a they did a campaign. Deuce Jones? No, stop interrupting me. I don't care. <laughs> they did a campaign where they actually they pitched themselves, so they opened themselves up to a pitch and the whole all of the everything that they did was news about how they pitched themselves and then they lost it really good they lost it oh it was uh hunt (laughs) hunt adkins hunt adkins was the agency i would hope to pitch myself and lose yes and the thing is is that that, so so my point is is that if you actually do any kind of social media advertising for yourself to get yourself out there Make it cool. Don't mm-hmm. make it like, hey, we're the best marketers out there for your dollar. Don't do that because that's not who, once you find out who you want to attract, then you'll know the kind of work that you want to do for that kind of client. And I'm assuming you want to do it for a savvy client and the savvy client's going to be interested in stuff that, again, that is authentic. It's not some bullshit ad that you put out saying, hey, we're the best. You want to, you know, you want to get us. It's going to be something much more creative that sells your message in a much more interesting way. And in doing that, they will see that, wow, these people really come at things from an interesting way and know how to get attention on stuff in new and different ways. Gilligan's Planet will return after these messages. We need to talk about our sponsor. Oh. Squarespace. 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 Awesome. That wasn't as good as last time. It wasn't good last time? Well, no, it was awesome last time. It just was not good this time. Well, it's because yes. Pat didn't join in. Join in. We so, only had so, two parts. Yeah. Well, and and we were like a quarter tone away from each other. It was it was it was very vibrant. Yeah, I really my, yeah. I got to start. You guys got to play off me. Okay, I'm tone go deaf. go. Squarespace. 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 Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> oh, that was that was bad. I kind of sounded I chose, okay to me. <laughs> uh, I chose the same note that Quinn did. That was wrong. That was wrong. Okay, so yes, our sponsor again for this week and and for the uh, foreseeable future forever. 
Forever. Until the end of Come time. Come on, Squarespace. Uh, Squarespace. Yeah. It, it, well, it depends on how, how well we do with this whole thing. We Squarespace. Do, wait, 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 Wayne's World. Squarespace. Squarespace. Yeah. Party Squarespace. time. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Party time. Excellent. Squarespace. Excellent. Squarespace. Party time. Awesome. There you Actually, go. Square, okay, so Squarespace. Let's <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about Squarespace. We we were actually talking before uh, the 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 logic started rolling about Squarespace. Pat was saying a few things about Squarespace. Can I share? Can I share? Yeah, a story? That's, yeah. I want, okay, I want to hear so, what you've got to say. So my wife, who I've said is in advertising, she needs to put together a new book online, and um, I said to her, I said, hey. I says to her, I says, I says, I says, hey, listen up, lady. Why don't you quit Woman? watching them kids and start working? Um, she, um, I said, you know, you should check out Squarespace. Now, I put together a book online with our friend, expertly, Jeremy Fuxa, and I love it, but what I have found in the time is that and jeremy has set this up brilliantly if i need to change anything i have to work through this son of a bitch yeah and that cost me gotta call the guy gotta call the guy so what i'm looking for is i'm looking for something like squarespace that allows me to tweak my portfolio as needed depending on what the job Mm -hmm. is that i'm Mm -hmm. looking for and i'd sell that to my wife my wife says why are you you went out and you spent all this money and why are you selling me on this thing? And I she, said she thinks you're she thinks you're trying to cheap her out. I think I'm trying to cheap her out. Yeah, she thinks she I'm thinks. trying to cheap her out. And I said, Look, I'm going to go to Squarespace as well. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be developing not only my side on Squarespace, but my wife's side as well. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is is that she was going to work with a designer who didn't who got you know, crazy busy and couldn't deliver it in the time. And in finding out how many people have their stuff on Squarespace, I found out that the designer who's going to design her website actually has her site on Squarespace. Oh, look at that. Look, look at, that. at that. So That's that was right. just the piece that I needed to sell her. That on was it. what so drove it home. We are but both sold. As you were talking to her about why, you should. What What was it about Squarespace that you said? Three here's, words. Here's what you want to do: drag and drop. Drag and drop. And I actually went through the templates and I said, "These are fantastic templates. Mm-hmm. These are great templates that you can tweak as needed. It can communicate the personality that you want. Does a really nice, clean, sophisticated mm-hmm. job laying out your work. It's perfect. Yeah. You want to know why that is? Why, why is that? Because Squarespace is everything you need to create an exceptional website. It is, isn't it, Quinn? That's fantastic. That's absolutely what it is. <laughs> yes. And those templates, they... they, they, <laughs> they <laughs> Why can we not do that part of it with a straight face? <laughs> I don't understand. Because it is so not us. No, because yeah, that's, that was the perfect moment for the tagline. That was the perfect was. moment for the tagline. And, I was and, using and, my and, writer sensibilities for well, that. And, and, and the thing is, is it's sincere. Don't take our laughter as the fact that we think that that's not true because it is the place to it create is. an exceptional web, as, as I slur, exceptional website. It, it really is. And as I had mentioned in the last episode, I am doing a six-video series on how to put 
your own portfolio together on Squarespace. And so the first episode, I, I put out one video. So I showed you guys how to, how to sign up for your own Squarespace account. You can use it for 14 days without a credit card. Just like we had mentioned last time, we said, hey, set up your own creative mistress. Hey. Hey, why do not do that? So I showed you how you could do that. And I showed you a lot of the great features that, that I thought were, you know, because, I mean, I certainly didn't go through every single feature, but I showed you the few things that I thought were pretty cool. And they are very cool. Next time with this video, we're going to go through and we're going to show how to kind of set up how you want the the, the pages to be set up as far as like, okay. How to make I, a velociraptor. Yeah, how to make your, exactly. Velociraptors are hard to make. Genetically right. engineer one? I don't think so. Drag and drop. Velocity. Definitely possible on Absolutely. Squarespace. Absolutely. So that you can tell your future employers, hey, guess what? I am a motherfucking Velociraptor. Yep. That's right. And then you drop the mic and you walk out mm -hmm. like that because you got to leave them wanting. That's true. So, so, so here's how you make a Velociraptor. You, you figure out exactly what you want it to be. You know, a Velociraptor... It has a small brain, but it has a huge mouth, and the, and, and the mouth and the wants to tell to you, you all about yeah. what it can do, and that is eating. You know, but, but your, your portfolio is the sharp teeth of the velociraptor. It's the baby eggs. <laughs> we are so filling for time right now. <laughs> but yeah, so, so I'm going to show you guys in, in the next video how to kind of set up, you know, you, you definitely want to have an about me page. Here's my portfolio. Here's case studies, whatever you want to do. We're going to do all that. I'm going to show you how to do it. Drag and drop, just like Pat said. Totally easy. Totally, totally easy. Great. Now, here's the other great thing that we can do for you guys. Great deal for you. We can set you up with an offer code that will give you 10% off your first purchase with Squarespace. What? Hells yeah. That's right. That's right. And it is the month of April. So last we had we had a uh, we had a offer code last episode. The offer code for the month of April is different. If you go to squarespace.com slash shakes and sign up for a 14 day no obligation trial when you decide that it is totally awesome, because you will. Good question, Jeremy. What? Point of clarification. Yes. Can said a person from the shakes also apply that code? Amazingly, yes. No way. Yeah. I'm so on that. Hey, are you paying for it? Yeah, you can use the offer code. So awesome. yes. So when you use the offer code Mom's Basement, M O M S B A S E M E N T, Mom's Basement, all one word, no apostrophe, you will get 10% off your first purchase with Squarespace. So the, you know, and and that's and that's a great deal because you're saving money. You've got a great you've got a great site that you can set up depending on what level you do. Like we said last time, you can do e-commerce. I mean, you know, the sky's the limit for you. Use your imagination. I know and, designers uh, that use it for their styles, e-commerce. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And 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 it it really is super easy to set up. You don't have to know code to set it up and make a great website. You can know code and make an even better website. It's fantastic. So we do hope that you go out and check out Squarespace. Give it a shot. I think you'll love it. I know that I have really, really grown to love it as I've been working on the video series. 
we're we're gonna move we're gonna move Cocktail Napkin Studios over to to Squarespace because no way. It, we absolutely are because the more I think about it, it just makes perfect sense. Could there so, be a greater endorsement? I know. You know, the web nerd is gonna move a website to Squarespace because it's so great. So check out Squarespace. Use the offer code Mom's Basement at Squarespace.com the shakes. And thank you, Squarespace, for sponsoring the shakes. Thank you. Squarespace. Squarespace. I went low solely because I wanted you to go high. <laughs> okay, let's do it again. He will never go high. Oh yeah. Okay, he go will. do it again. I gotta start. Squarespace. 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 And now back to Gilligan's Planet. Okay, I actually have something that I need to bring up. Bring it. Um, You're becoming a man. Yep, 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 yep. Maybe. But I think we all need... Sesame Street. Awesome. God damn it. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) God damn it. That was awesome. That was so awesome, and it was awesome that I caught it. That's why you do that shit. That is awesome. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I respect someone so much when I put something out there so freaking obscure and they call it and I'm like, you're my best friend forever. Sesame Street. You're going to call Sesame Street obscure. Oh, yeah. That That one. Dude, that. that, Oh, Oh, my God. That was awesome. Sorry, Quinn. Go Go ahead. ahead, Quinn. Go ahead. Sorry. All right. Well, that's the worst intro ever <laughs> to what I'm about to say because there's going to be so much opposition to what I'm about to say. But. Uh, okay. Good. Let's 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 hear it then. I am right, excited. So, in the next seven days, I'm going to read Cheryl Sandberg's "Lean In," and I think the two of you should read it too. In the next Cheryl seven- Crow's what? <laughs> seven days. Wow. Cheryl Crow's Tuesday Night Music Club. <laughs> I've read the lyrics to that. No, <laughs> Cheryl Sandberg. She's the COO of Facebook. Yes. She's written this insane I need to read it. feminist manifesto. Feminist manifesto. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, that, that's oh, oh, strong. I'm going to write it down. What is it? What is it? It's Lean called in. Lean In. I'm familiar with it. So, but the whole... I am not. The whole thing is basically talking about... The lack of female leadership in the professional world, in the world in general, really. And what's so interesting about it is that as you think about it and as you start to try to apply it to our industry, there is no other industry out there that is as far, like insanely far behind as advertising. Yes, true. Mm. I have one better for you than advertising. Technology. It's worse. Well, however, I know they're they're it's blurry and they're a no, little bit intertwined, but it's worse. They are I agree. I agree there's more male developers and coders and out there than there are female ones, but the ones that are female there's not the kind of there is, I'm not downplaying no, it, I know. but I, know. I think that it's a little bit of a different beast because so recently, and maybe it's just because I've been so aware of Cheryl Sandberg and everything that's been going on with that, that I've been picking up on these different articles. But in one week, ad week, 
uh, Creativity and Fast Company all published an article that more or less the headline was, where are all the female creative directors? Here, here. Mm -hmm. I work at an Mm -hmm. agency, which Pat worked at for 13 years. In my time there, I have yet to see, well, actually for the first time ever within the past year, there are two female associate creative directors, which means they have pretty much the same amount of power as I do. It means almost nothing. Yeah, true. However, there are no females in a leadership role within the creative department. Pat, how different was that when you worked there for 13 years? Oh, thank you for asking, Quinn. It was hugely different. No, it wasn't. There was one creative director, one female creative yeah, director. Yeah, I was going to say and when, I, when, I, when, I, when I started there, there oh, was she was there she, for she was there for a long time. Yeah, she years. she was my creative director when I started there, but she was on the way out as I started. Did she have yeah. children? Yeah. Two okay, girls. that is true. Yep. So now. I think because what Sheryl Sandberg talks about is is really interesting because it's really not a man versus woman. It's not, you know, oh, I have a vagina and so I'm handicapped kind of thing. It's it's really like this is a problem within our culture. And unless we all take a, a moment to step back and realize it, it's going to continue to be a problem. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, it's not going to happen in my lifetime, but I hope by the time, you know, Pat, your daughter is in the professional world that maybe shit could be different. Rock it. Right. So, I mean, here's the thing. It's like women today are paid less than men still, which is fucking outrageous. Yes. That aside, Women continually sabotage themselves in more ways than one. Thank you. Now, if there is not anything in the book about sisters gotta help sisters. No, it's not about sisters helping sisters. Okay, but I'll tell you, there should be a part. Have you read the book? I'm about to, but I've seen her talk. I've read every single article she's written. I'm telling you, if there's nothing, I have managed and I have enjoyed managing I've managed more females than males. And what I will say from that and my wife being a creative director in the advertising business, what I will say is, is that one of the biggest barriers and it is because it is a result of it being a male dominated business. One of the, one of the barriers is other women. When they get to a position, the first person that they're going to fuck over is another woman. And okay, so this I had and I have witnessed that time and time again. I had yet to experience that until I came to Barclay and I did not understand what was going on. And it took me until after the fact to figure out why that bitch did not like me. And why she sabotaged me on so many countless situations. And I was just like, I was just trying to learn from you. How could you do this to me? Like, I was devastated, you know? That is a real problem. But that's not what this is about. What this is about is the fact that the reason the book is called Lean In is because the second that women 
get to a certain point in their professional life. Some of it happens. They get engaged. Like the second that Steve proposed to me, two thoughts went through my head. I'm 25 years old. And these are the two thoughts that happened when this man got down on one knee on a pile of rocks and proposed to me. Did he he bloody his knee? Yes. Ouch. I know. (laughs) Um, One was, holy shit, look at that ring. And number two was, how the fuck am I going to do my job and have a baby? Yeah. Yeah. And from that moment, I have yet, since then, since three years later, I have yet to stop thinking about how the fuck will I do my job and have a child? And I haven't done the thing where I lean back yet because I don't make smart decisions. That's not part of my nature. <laughs> but like most women out Define there that are back. not... <laughs> Lean back means women tend to, instead of leaning in, instead of engaging, instead of joining oh, the so conversation. You're, you're going with the, the book thing. They okay, start gotcha. leaning back. Right. Okay. They start gotcha. disengaging. Uh-huh. They start, you know. Now, what, what she does talk about in the book, and this is right, is that it's a collective thing, mm-hmm. not a female thing. Yes. And what's interesting is... Um, my um, parenting blog that I ran for a short time. Bloody, bloody, bling, bling. Yes. Is um, I wrote um, a post called No More Mr. Mom. And um, Laura was going out of town on business. And I made it a thing to tell everybody, oh, I'm going to be Mr. Mom this week and stuff. And then I like said that. And I'm like, that is so uh. bullshit that I say that because... A, that means that I have to assume another role to be a nurturer. B. To be a parent. Yeah. To to B, that the role of raising our children is really my wife's. It's not mine, which is bullshit. So I said, I'm not doing that anymore. And it's amazing. My wife went out of town last week and I told somebody, another male, and I said, Oh yeah, Laura's going out of town, and his response to me was, "Oh, so you're being Mr. Mom?" And I said, "Nope, just, just going to be Mr. Dad. <laughs> just being a parent, Mr. Dad." And 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 that is, and she does address that in the book. She does, which is and, about in an incredibly smart way, because <laughs> the reality is, is that most women out there that work a full time job work seven full-time jobs because they do all the housework. They do all the child rearing on top of handling their profession. And then who is the one to drop their job? The second things start getting out of hand, the mom. And the reality is, is that at some point or another, the collaboration in parenting has to come down to, Hey, we need to be equally parenting. This is not just my job. I have a job too mm-hmm. that's outside of our kids. I mean, everything that she says, first of all, sounds like the most smart thing I've ever heard. And it's probably because she went to Harvard and people just talk like that. <laughs> but now I'm going I mean, to she, she makes this really interesting point where she says men get promoted on their p- potential. <laughs> and I will guarantee yeah. Yeah. that at one point or another, in both of your careers, you have both been promoted based on your potential. I got my 
first job on my potential. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, that's kind of I mean, inherent. Yeah. Women get promoted based on performance, uh-huh. based on everything that they've done up to that date. Women who exude the kind of qualities that employers see as potential, quote unquote, in males are deemed difficult to work with, you know, a, a harder kind of personality. A bitch. Too overbearing. Yeah, see, They're a bitch. Yeah. That, and I right? hate. Yeah. I and I can't tell you how many times I've been called a bitch simply because I'm like, that fucking sucks and I'm not working on that. Or <laughs> that fucking sucks. Well, that's I can't believe that you would bring me that fucking brief. Well, that's kind of like, bitchy. You that's want me Quinn, to do this I mean, kind of on. work? You're just kind no. of a bitch there. That's, that's no, bitchy. that's You're not bitchy. You're being a total bitch. Okay, let's <laughs> take a step back and pretend I have a dick. And then you guys would be I like, become, whoa, uh, no, I'm he so doesn't brave. put up with no, anything. No, no, in fairness. No, the, I, I would say you're shit. a dick. I pull that shit and I get yeah. Colleen Horowitz and Kate Shaw Two lead account people on Sonic saying, quit being a fucking asshole. That's what I get. Well, it's not just women that are being called assholes. No, but, I, too, I, but I get your point. I but do. You have to understand, understand your that point. now. I do no, understand. no. I the totally, one time as a woman that you say, you no. You just use bad examples, but I, I totally get your point. I well, deserve even a promotion because we of X, kind of Y, and Z. <laughs> Yeah, no, you guys were total we complete were, we dicks. Were, we were total dicks My on sister that. completely sorry. warmed me that you guys would be this way. Because <laughs> she was like, you have to bring this up on the shakes. And I was like, oh, I'm bringing it up. Don't worry. Even and when she's, she's not calling in. She was like, just Even so you when know, she's not have... calling in, she has a presence yeah. here. Yes. They're yeah. going to be dicks. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally. No, no. And I have, I have a huge problem with because my wife is incredibly creative, is incredibly strong-willed, and has an opinion, and it's a definite opinion, and struggles, and there are... I can't tell you how many times in her career she has run into situations where it is male-dominated, and they don't know how the hell to deal with no, her. No, they just... They don't understand, and you know and what? And then they end I up not dealing with her. In mm-hmm. a, I work in a creative department... That is probably the the one of the bigger creative departments among advertising agencies. Well, I won't say that. Uh, it's 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 in the running. We'll say that. But I think that's fair to say. I'm one of the few women that work in that department, and my male counterparts. Private parts. No, my male. <laughs> Like the people that are all right. The come same. on, let's be serious here, Pat. That one I can't. I can't follow you down that road. Uh, I mean, I'm she's sorry. trying to make us. Well, I'm so with you on this. No, but I'm like this is a dick. really important point. Okay, and, I'll and shut advertising up. is so fucking beh- so behind the times that even when some law or something happens to make women receive equal pay as men. Advertising will somehow find a loophole out of it. And the reality is is that female creatives have a hard time staying in the industry because of the mom thing. Because it is incredibly hard to be a creative and deal with the demands and deal with the creative process, which Mm -hmm. doesn't work on a fucking schedule. And when you're a mom... 
the only thing that you do, you, you live by a fucking schedule or your life fucking falls apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And creativity does not work that way. Let, let, me, let, let me ask you this. It can, though. It, yeah, it, it can. It, well, I totally hold on, hold on, though. Let me ask, let me ask you this. And, and, and this is even, you know, you're not a mom. No, I am But not. you're in the industry. But I have been thinking about being a mom. Dreading being a mom mm-hmm. and but, crossing but, my because, fingers because, once a month. <laughs> because of what, because of what you, you know you face. Okay. Yeah. So knowing what you know, would you say that it is, that it is a hostile work environment towards women because of the mom thing or just in general there is a very real reason or would I did you say not, that it's hostile or not hostile i did not change my name okay that's that's interesting because that's actually something that ran across my head a couple of weeks ago oddly enough mm-hmm. okay it has nothing to do with the fact that quinn mccracken would not be the dopest name ever because obviously, well, it that's would. that's Wait, what that's I was saying. I was last name, McCracken? yeah, McCracken. Because I was you like, did man, not adopt that shit. Dude. Release well, see, the McCracken. I, I, I had. Oh, I, I didn't even think about that. Oh, Good please, God, that's just one of the many. Is he related to Derek McCracken? No. And it's like okay, weird story. I woke up one day and I was like, Quinn McCracken. Okay, hey, that sounds pretty cool, but I can also see why maybe why she didn't do that. No, it had nothing to do you know? with his name. Like, I would have loved, you know I would what? still love to be Quinn McCracken, and I might still become that someday. No, but no, the no, reality no. is, is that being in the situation that I was, and in at this point in my career, in my in my late twenties, I'm trying to prove myself at my job. I'm already in an industry that is male dominated. Changing Don't my lose name the identity is that you a already have. full on fucking resignation and losing the identity that I have already built up online and socially mm-hmm. would be really bad. That, yeah, I've I built under, up a I, Google I search that. where Kath- you just Google the last name Catherine and I am 90% of the result. That's yeah. pretty impressive. Okay. Yeah, really quick I get though. You need to mash the two together. Catherine McCracken. Catherine McCracken. How no McCrackerman? Fucking... Ooh, cat. I, but I like Catherine McCracken. Cat McCrackerman. Cat <laughs> <laughs> McCrackerman. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of hard K sounds. No, nah, it's no, nah, I no, and you know what? My wife, for the longest time, I mean, it's still Laura um, Crawford in certain situations, and then Laura Crawford Piper, and then Laura Piper. I mean, she goes by many. The thing legally, is, what is she? Piper. Maybe, yeah. The thing is, is that here's what I want. Whatever it takes. Here's what I want. I want the ability to, when we have children, for me to be the one that quits his job and takes care of the kids. You say that. Oh, no, I mean it. You say that. I say it and I mean it. But the reality is, is that. I know, it's it's not No, true. but. You know, you, I, then you go to a mommy and me class and the people that are the biggest critics of you are other women. Oh, yeah. 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 And that's what's so fucked up about it is that here's this male who is here basically supporting his wife and every initiative you may have ever stood for as a woman, regardless of whatever your choice was. If your choice was to stay home, 
more power to you. That that is not what this is. That's not what this is about. It's well, not about criticizing. Sword, because but that, it's not about criticizing those women. Mm-hmm. It's about helping the women that are in the professional sphere recognize their abilities, stop sabotaging themselves. Because I know that like the second I do something that I succeed at or that it's viewed as a, a success, the, mm-hmm. the second that that is recognized, I am already like recognize. Yeah. Oh recognize. man, I, I wish I wish I had worked a little harder on that tagline. I wish I wish I had really like zeroed in on on that strategy to build that brand story a little bit harder. I probably could have done a better manifesto. Like that's what I'm thinking. However, my male counterparts, not private parts, are out there going, "God damn, I am fucking amazing." When they do shit like that, they go uh, boom, drop them. Well, so, some of them, yes. Some of them, do. Some, no, some of them. I would say ninety percent. Mm. Okay, okay. I, 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 I big. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over the fifty percent. Now, say this 70. is why we all need to read this book because I think that this is a really important conversation to have, and I think that we will all have different opinions on it if we all think about it in terms of and i and, well i agree and i i'm gonna think about it in two ways because it's this actually sits really close to a conversation we've been having here at work and going back to that idea about l- women in technology you know that that is a a huge huge gender gap there's a huge gender gap and it is a very hostile environment for for women and and not even so much in in the mommy thing and all that you you've been talking about yes that's all still very valid but you know you you talk about technology people and the stereotype unfortunately is very true you get these people with you know terrible social skills and all this stuff and don't know how to talk to people properly and so it it becomes like this weird you know there's there's heavy misogynistic tones to it and 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 that's definitely in advertising too but i mean it's like it's it is it is unabashedly in the forefront in technology because these guys don't know how to hide it right. and so on and so forth and cool. so you know that that becomes a real problem and we've been trying to figure out how we can do something about that here in Kansas City because you know we look at who we have here at work and it's a pretty big sausage fest we've got one woman developer and it's not because we haven't wanted to hire more women developers it's just that there oh, aren't and, any. and to be clear and it's not that Berkeley doesn't want to hire more female no creatives. I understand it's, I understand it's yeah it's it's a lack of uh, but, it's just that but none it's of them because, have big enough boobs well and well and that's <laughs> yeah kidding. no you're actually I mean there's unfortunately there's a there's a there's a element to that and so you know I have some friends in Philadelphia that have actually come up with a website called ladiesintech.com and they talk about uh, they give really good examples of uh, women who are doing great things in technology who are going out and doing speaking engagements and you know just really rocking it in their industry and maybe there's something that needs to be done for the advertising industry in that regard no maybe I mean I know the things like that exist but I (sighs) It's a huge problem. It's one we're not going to solve. Women tonight, are Gwen. underpaid in general, right? Sure. Then you look at advertising, 
and you look at a woman that is working in creative and she's underpaid compared to the men that she works with and probably outworks, probably works circles around. And then she gets pregnant and has a baby. And what's to keep her at that job at that point? Right. At what point is she going to look at that job that never appreciated her and go, that, that is never, so much more worth doing than, than raising my out, child. Yeah, and being, you know, and being like there, there's not another woman out there that's going to do that. So no, I, I, so much more worth doing than spending time with my child. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, but, you know, the yeah, but women I to- in technology. I, totally I mean, today, that's like women in sports, prof- professional thinking about professional f- women. Sorry. Wait. Hold on. Well, no. Women it, playing a professional sport like. 40 years ago, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, it was like, what? Well, and, and uh, you know, to, to put another another parallel on it, I mean, even women in law. You know, my wife is an attorney. She had Hayden, our second child. She said, screw this. I'm staying home. You know, and, and luckily I have a, a good enough job that she's able to stay home because that is what she would rather do than, than deal with the bullshit of... You know, the industry that she was working in. But she also works in a profession where she could easily get back into it and make shit tons of money. No. She doesn't have... That is a misnomer. However, (laughs) she does not have a liberal arts degree. (laughs) Uh, Actually, she does, but she also has a law degree. Yeah, cancels that out. (laughs) Noted. But but at at the same time, I mean, it's, it's, you know, I'm just saying, it's... Sometimes, just, let me sometimes, say, sometimes you just have I think to say, that America Fuck it. I know is what I want to do. The voice of a woman. Let me and I let think me that, say, I agree. Let me and say I think that women in leadership positions are going to become more and more vital. And if advertising is not leading the charge, then we are becoming obsolete as an industry, which is already an issue. Hmm. Yo. <laughs> yeah, you guys okay now? Pat, <laughs> drop some science. I'm going to go pee. I don't know. Did, I don't know. Wait, that... Jeremy, did I just not kill that? Because I'm pretty sure I just made it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to pee. I'm, I have nothing to say. I, and I just pissed myself. So I didn't even have to get up and pee. I don't know that. I don't. I, I Honestly, I don't know that advertising is more guilty than anyone else. And B, I don't know that advertising suddenly needs to somehow lead the charge. I don't know that advertising is on the forefront of. We will never be on the forefront of that. Development. Yeah. However, we are the most guilty. But I will say some interesting things. Mrs. Holman, don't make fun of the last name. My high school art teacher. I will forever be indebted to what she has taught me creatively. Mary McPhail. Copywriter I worked under at Valentine Radford. Fantastic copywriter. I'll never forget what she's taught me. My two my two bosses when I started at Hallmark, Trish Barong, Nicole Height, both awesome bosses. My my boss right now, Nicole Height, female, have never felt better under their tutelage. That is great. As a woman. I have only had male, right, right, mentors. Well, and 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 the the and, shit part of that deal is that as a woman with male mentors, 
I am automatically assumed like, oh God, like, like I'm like a slut running off to go like sleep with this male, you know, mentor of mine. Like it's super fucked up. Like it's seen as inappropriate because I'm seeking advice from the only person Person out there that I have. I mean, shit, I fucking started a blog trying to get a female mentor. And that didn't even work out. Like, I only have had male mentors. Do you not disagree that there is some ownness when you create your way, you make it possible for other women? Absolutely. Yes. Well, I think because I think the problem being is being unapologetic. Like, I'm not going to apologize for the fact that I have opinions. Yeah, I'm not going to apologize for the fact that people think I'm difficult to work with solely because I have an opinion and I voice it. Right. Like, if you think that that's difficult, and I think the thing that makes me mad about this being a male-centered whatever it doesn't even have to be advertising. It's not. No, women are, are the yeah. biggest. Are yeah. the and the thing is, is that. I think when a woman does reach the top, she has worked so goddamn hard. And I honestly think in that process, she has lost a bit of herself. She has had to become <sighs> a certain something. Mm-hmm. And in that mm-hmm. process, she has alienated people that she should be rising up. I mean, that's the thing is, is that honestly, I think about who my go-to people are at Hallmark who my confidants are, and they are all female, mm-hmm. which is a total you shift. You also work a total in, shift. in a place that is run by fe- like female, female power reigns high and strong at Hallmark. It does. Yes, in, in, yes, in the words of uh, going, going, to, <laughs> going to a big Lebowski quote, Hallmark is very vaginal. <laughs> Did they say that in the movie? Big Lebowski, yeah, um, yeah, Jennifer, uh, Jennifer, um, Juliet Lewis is not, not Lewis, you know, redhead, Juliet Moore, Moore. Moore. Julianne, Julianne Moore. Moore, fuck, shortcuts, yeah, loved her, yeah, it's very vaginal, Maud Lebowski, you, yes, Maud, do you do you, do you feel uncomfortable when I say the word vagina? <laughs> yes, no, I you know I, I, I try to say the word vagina in at at least one time a day. Let, let let me back up a little bit. You did the groan. Did you did you groan because you agreed with him or disagreed? No, with because him? I I disagreed. Like the whoa, reality whoa, is, wait, what? No, you disagreed I no, him? I completely agree with you in that women have worked much harder to get to a, a position in power than a male in the same position, and as a result, you will always find and pay attention to this: women win. They are justifying something. They will read you their resume. They will read you their resume. And why do you think that is, Because they've worked so fucking hard for it. And why do you think that is? Why do I think what? Why do you think that is? Because because they're bagging them for it. Because unlike unlike the guy that they went to college with who did nothing (laughs) to... I got it. I got it. I got it. Don't say 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 it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I've got it. What? The answer is goes back to the potential versus what you have done. 
Yes. Right. Bam. Now, hang on. In this argument. Good job listening, Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> right. In this argument, let's not paint. There are good guys no, no. on the side Look, of women. Pat, so it's like the guy who didn't go to class and all that bullshit. You're, you're the one painting the a guy line in the middle of the room here. There, There's no line. There's it's There is fucking like the people that get it and there are people that don't get it. Right. Either you're on the side of people that get it and see this as a problem and want to do something to help change it. Or you're on the side of assholes that don't get it and just want secretaries. Right. I don't think either of you are on that side. What I am saying is that. I will never have a male secretary. Women will look. I'm joking. I will have male secretaries all day long. The second that I make it, I will have nothing but beer can dick. Beer can cat. Secretaries. And I will be like, no, you cannot be called an administrative executive. You are my secretary. You are my beer can cock. (laughs) I would Answer call that you, phone. I would call you a stewardess <laughs> With if I your could. beer can cock. Rabbit donk. Yep, 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 yep. The reason women are doing that is because they have to prove they that do. they are worthy to sit at the table. And I hate that. They my shouldn't wife, have to prove that. My wife, when I question a single thing, she reads through all that she has done through done in a day and I have to say to her, at what point did I ever question you working hard at anything? But it is ingrained in her. Mm-hmm. She has to do it because she's it's had a limbic to response. do it. Yeah. Yeah. I do the same thing to my husband. It's super fucked up because I also do the same thing to my bosses. They, It's not that they'll question something. It's that they tell me something's wrong as if I didn't think through... All of the different scenarios, you know, as if I didn't think to mm-hmm. all those different limits before putting that line down on paper. Yeah. So then as you automatically go through the process. So then I automatically prove to them it's automatic. It's ingrained in my head. Hey, look, I am super intelligent and I went through all of this to get to this point. Just so you know. So let me let me let me tie in a little something that's on the sheet that we probably don't have time to get into. But. I mean, you know, in, we've gone two hours already, so that. why not? Creative heroes. <laughs> yes. And when it comes to advertising creative heroes, both male and female, mm-hmm. I would say, without giving names, I would say they are so much better from a distance. Because when I've gotten to know them... Oh, that's terrible. They're it's assholes. fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Male assholes. and female. Is, Male no, and female. Any hero that you have that I, is kind of a person is horrible. For our Barkley um, Creative Symposium... We had a guy in that I was a host for, and I will not say his name, but he is a longtime hero of mine. Mm-hmm. And I had coffee with him, and we got into talking about males versus females. And this was, I'm going to paraphrase, but in effect, this was his quote. His quote was, when males work late, it is something that is part of their being. They feel they have a work ethic that they have to, it's some kind of, you know, some kind of instinct that they have to work hard to prove themselves. Primal. When females work, it's like, oh, I've got a thing. I've got an aerobics class or I've got to. I've got my period and I got to pee. <laughs> 
<laughs> or I've got to, you have to come back. Cause this hurry up. Um, or I have to, um, I have to go meet my girlfriends out for mm-hmm. a drink or go get coffee with them. And at that point, there's, I was there's done. a reason that they are staying anyway, because I was they've done got with the guy. Yeah. We went yeah. on to go on with the evening. A wonderful copywriter who was part of my team, who was a female, was part of that. He totally creeped out on her. Tried hitting on her. Yep. Yep. And I was so done with him. And I was like, I liked you so much better when I knew you from a just a strictly creative standpoint. Now that I know you as a person, I'm disgusted with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And 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 I do think that that is that is something that we're not going to be able to get to this this episode. Um but I do think that creative heroes is a ripe topic for a future episode. It's something that stemmed again from from Quinn talking about letters to my mentor, also talking about um the creative mistresses, but then but then just also you know, a lot of those creative mistresses are born from something that you see a creative hero doing. And so, yeah, I think that's something that that we definitely want to tackle in the, in the near future. Ah, but nice. You know, that's why I did that away from the microphone, but yes, we're not going to get that tonight tonight, but one definite part of that I do think, and, and to a certain degree, I, I can share the same sentiment with you is, is once you do get to know some of those, those heroes of yours is man, it's, it's never, it is never what you expect. Yeah. So always worship your heroes from afar, but maybe we don't have to go into it. now. (laughs) Well, and the thing is, is that uh, honestly, most of my creative heroes now have nothing to do with advertising. Yeah. Yeah. They're much, they're, they're out doing something interesting and different. Right. Yeah. Advertising creative heroes are pretty much the worst thing. That's we ever were just, yeah, well, we were just kind of filling time. We have so much TV to talk about, by the way. We yeah. do. Yeah, we do. Sorry, Jeremy. <laughs> I, I'm no, I was done. We're drinking. I'm, we're I'm drinking done. Boston. No, lager, no, not by the sorry way. about that. Sorry yeah. about the fact that you don't watch Game of Thrones and don't know what you're missing. Well, okay, hold on. I wanted to actually talk about that this week. Great. I haven't started it yet, but I have made the decision that that's that's my next thing. So I'm 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 finishing up like the last couple of episodes of episode five of Mad Men, so I can get into epi- or into season six. Season and five, then your Sundays six. will be so perfect. And then I'm and then I am going to uh, I'm going to Amazon Video with uh, Game of Thrones starting season one. So I and am just, gonna do it. I'm gonna and do just it. set aside. A couple of weeks of no, doing No, honestly, you just, yeah. you really need like a full Sunday to get through. You could probably get through the entire first season in a full Sunday if nobody, if you can mm-hmm. devote yourself. Yep, that'll never happen. And but just keep I'll, your, I'll work on that. keep your children at bay. Uh-huh. You Shut need up, to do it like away. two episodes at a time. Oh, well, that, well, that's usually how I do, that's usually how I do any catching up. It's always like two, two or three at a time. <sighs> So okay, uh, he. Right. I. I mean, of all the people, of all I the can, people who should be watching it, I cannot not. believe that he's not watching it because it's so his style. Well, but it's 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 a lack of HBO, dude. It's fucking 
dragons I and know. medieval warfare and, and zombies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and zombies. Oh, uh, yeah, oh. and sex, all sorts of sex. Well, so I much like boob. sex there's, and boobs. There's yeah. so much boob that happens, and and I enjoy you know, boobs a lot. Ale, lots of ale. Yeah, beer. The, they talk about always. food, and you're like. I just want to live in this era. I w- yeah. Why is there not a restaurant open where I can like go order a mead and some beef barley? Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to eat there's some just, stew, drink some beer, lop the head off a dragon, and do some chick doggy. Style. I want to go. I want to go in to a restaurant where it's a table seating thirty, and there's a dead animal in the middle. Yeah, and mm-hmm. random vegetables and shit mm-hmm. all around, and Root you just vegetables. reach in. You just grab and somebody something. wearing like a. A tattered tunic comes and like fills up your beer exactly. and like says with a nipple showing. Yes, my lord, can I offer you some more? And then and you're feeds like, me grapes. Yes, yes. Yeah. you can feed me grapes. Yes, <laughs> quick back massage, please. Oh I've yeah, been, All right. I've been wielding the sword I've been for tense. the past three. Now years. do a joke and a dance over there. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I'm. I'm. I. I, I have made the decision. Mad that Men. Get into you're. That. You're not even up on Mad Men. No, Jesus, I'm not. Jeremy, I'm not. we can't even talk about any of this shit. No. We, well, I. Well, we can't talk about the premiere, the season six premiere, except for, except well, I, we can do. I, let's let's at least just say, Pat texted me as it was, <laughs> as it was over. That's what I texted him. <laughs> I said I cannot look at Don Draper anymore without thinking beer can. Well, the, well, that was what you texted me at the beginning of the yeah. of the episode. You're like, oh, I, I really feel like cock. we need to be doing three way text messages. Otherwise, I'm left out. Well, I don't I even th- have here's, your, here's the I thing. I don't even think. Yes, that. you do. I've texted you so many right, times. Here's, and you're here's like, the who thing. is this? Okay, and I'm wait, like, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Quinn, Quinn, full disclosure, I feel really icky when I text you. Because usually, like, okay, to be fair, usually when I text her, it's like at two in the morning. So, like, that, you know, that feels wrong. But, hey. <laughs> and all hey, it is Quinn. is hey. Well and, and usually, <laughs> well, and usually there's, like, some emoji involved, usually the poop. <laughs> but no, you text me and you're like, whoops, sorry, that was supposed to go to my wife after oh my like God. an hour of me being like, what does this yeah, mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's the best one. Basically, <laughs> basically, night? basically, I asked Quinn out for a date on a Friday night nice. and then said, fuck, wrong window. Sorry, Quinn. And so, yeah, and then I turned around and I, I texted my wife. I was like, oh, I just asked Quinn out for tonight. Yeah. Yeah, so and I think that's actually where I started feeling icky. Was like, but you right shouldn't after feel icky one. because we should be texting. This is how the show gets great. Is yeah. if we we, we, we should do, all be friends and buddies. imagine. <laughs> I mean, I have the weirdest text messages with people. Imagine if you guys could be a part of that. How much richer would your lives you be? Go. How much richer would this show be? I felt I feel that my life would be richer if I had had a friend out outside of this room. But you know, well. <laughs> <laughs> So what did I tell? Oh, I said no. You said you said. Um, well, hell, we'll Game just of Thrones it up. way better than. No, no. You said just... no. That was me. Sorry, I un I unhooked the iPhone for the for the phone calls that of course we're always taking four one five four eight four five eight three zero. The the text from Pat was. Uh, uh, okay, yeah. So you, the first thing you said was, "I can't to, pay attention to Mad Men. All I can think is beer can cop." Yeah, right. But then when it was over, it was just, "Wow, two hours of nothing." 
It and was. You know what? It, but you know what? I retract that statement. After I've talked about it, there was some really good stuff that happened in it. Well, the problem is, is that it comes... I mean, I, I watched Game of Thrones and then I watched that. Yeah. And so by that time, I'm like... This is so boring. Why won't somebody die? Yeah. Like, well, the thing is, is that, I mean, wasn't last year's premiere two hours? Mm, no, I don't think any of the premieres have ever been two hours. I, I don't think Matthew Weiner is good at kind of starting. That's things. way too long form for him. It, yeah. It's starting because I thought last year the same thing. I'm like, what the hell is this? Well, and I don't know. I mean, I I felt like there was a lot of catching up to do. I mean, last season. We had a lot of things happen, but also a lot of non-things yeah, happen. Yeah, a lot of unrelated things, because like yeah. when we were talking last episode and you were saying, you know, getting halfway through and going, I still don't know what this season is about. Yeah. I was still kind of at the beginning of, of the whole thing of catching up, and, and you're right. I mean, there's no... I, I couldn't even begin to tell you what overarching yeah. theme... Yeah. This is trying to achieve. It's well, a whole bunch. I mean, I it's think like pastiche, you know. Honestly, I mean, the the whole theme is like Don has found his so called soulmate in yeah. Megan. Yeah, so called, so called, especially. But I think she really is. I think the whole thing is designed. The whole story, no matter where it goes from here, is going to be designed to prove to us that she is his soulmate. Do or die. I.e. You get what you deserve. Yes, that's what I. That's what I. That's what I think. Betty right. Draper, for the first time, is an interesting character. No, she is not. Yes, she is. Coming into season six. Yes, the season uh. six premiere. She is a much more interesting, less and whiny. Look at how much serves. effort they had to go through to make that happen. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they but, had to create an entire separate storyline with another character in order for that to be who, the case. Where the hell did she come from? I know. Jesus. Damn Suddenly it. there's no, somebody go. in the family where it's like, who is this? Why is she here? They've like what taken she... on. I mean, this won't ruin anything for you. They've yeah, like fine, taken fine. on like some orphan violinist. And she, she like is gonna like has an opportunity to go to Juilliard at like fifteen, doesn't get it, and it's like, you know, Betty what takes is? her on as like her cause, and all of a sudden Betty's like an interesting character, and you're like, no, this is a psych out. <laughs> Betty you know is, is not an interesting character. It's Poochie when which when Itchy and Scratchy on The Simpsons yeah. had to bring on a third character, Poochie. <laughs> that's what she was. Yes, that's it. It's like yeah. what the hell? And then she was just gone, just as as yeah. quickly. Huh? Well, yeah. I mean, I love that she's still fat, though. I mean, fat, yeah. quote unquote, right? Fat. Right? Like, she, yeah. You know, she's wearing house coats. But house her face and she's, moves. she's wearing face fattening. Oh makeup. yeah, I mean it's it's totally obvious that it's like you know yeah. latex. I was just fat saying, face. I thought it looked pretty good. Mm. No, this season I mean, it like, looks good. Season, yeah, season, yeah. I was gonna, I was going to say is when that season five, season five, when that episode came up sucked. where she was first, I was like, she looks like, like she needs on. to be on the. Clumps. No, she looks yeah. like the Kardashians when they like put on fat makeup and they go out in the street. Oh, no, to me she yeah, looked like Eddie terrible. Murphy in the Nutty Professor. Yeah. It was like you know. Yeah, it was Hercules, very. Hercules. It was very 2005. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> but why is that beer so far away? I don't know. Why did I set it over? I don't there? know. Pat, go get the beer, please. Okay, so Mad Men. All right. I mean, Pat. The end of this last episode, though, 
I was like, okay, way to just totally sign out writers. Like it was literally like the writers were like, we don't know what else to make them do. Yeah. I mean, it, it was such a cop out. It was like, so it real really feels kind of like they've given up already. No, it's not that they gave up. It's like, I think that what it was is that they were cutting shit together and they're probably like, all right, well, we just need to get a shot of Don doing this and it can be the end of that episode. It's like they just they call John Hammond to like do like four different shots just so they can wrap up an episode. It was kind of chicken shit it, it, from the standpoint of you don't know where he is. You don't know if he feels regret for what he's doing or I mean, and it felt kind of chicken shit. Well, but okay, hold on. You know, again, not. But that actress that plays what's his face's wife, Pete Campbell's wife. Oh, love. Oh, I fucking love her. She and it doesn't. It doesn't hurt that that she's so smoking. I was like, Allison Brie is her name. You win a Golden Globe, bitch, right now, right there, right here. Did you ever see the uh, the picture of her dressed up as Captain America? She's hot as shit. She is hot as hell. It's my iPhone wallpaper. Uh, she's yeah, super so, hot. Yeah, yeah, here, yeah. It's, uh, let me get to the. Uh, but she's totally the kind of girl that's accidentally hot. Like she grew up her whole life, kind of being awkward and like behind the scenes, nobody noticed her. And then it was like, and a, then she hit like twenty five, and everybody was like, "Whoa!" Well, yeah, and it, actually, what she what happened? She went away to summer camp. She came back and everybody uh-huh. was like, or she had like she had her braces one taken year off. in Paris and then came back and everybody was like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. totally this? it. She she went yeah. away for a minute, came back and everybody was like, well, you're famous Whoa. now. Yep, yeah. that's Allison Brie. That's that's her for you. I couldn't yeah, even tell you absolutely. what her name is. Yeah, but she's she's fantastic. She's a fantastic actress. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but OK, to, to address your chicken shit thing, though, really quick. Um, I mean, I, I think, again. Not Wait, having seen the premiere. What episode are you on in season five? I've got like two left. I might as What's well. What's the jump last ahead. thing that happened? Oh fuck! I don't know. I'd have I'd have to look and. Um, I usually am like half watching. Has watch. anybody died? Nope. Nope. So that's getting ready to happen. Um, so anyway, uh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for that. Um, God. <laughs> well, Asshole. How <laughs> else was I supposed to? Well, I, no, that's a valid question. A great, that's fine. great, that's a great question. line, though. I will say. Whoever is the cons- the advertising consultant on this is awesome because they are really, really with the time they're translating the switch in um, agency having on. power yeah. to client having power, and they are just. And there was one line from yes. the first episode, yes. and I can't remember it, but there was a line from last night yes. that is awesome. Don Draper says to Pete Campbell. He said, I wish you tried to handle the clients as well as you're trying to handle me. And every day I could say that. Oh, yeah. 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 Stop trying to handle me and go handle your fucking client. Yep. Because then you won't have anything to handle on this end. The only reason that you think you have something to handle because of me, because I'm I'm being like wild and crazy in client meetings and, and you're worried about it. Like the only reason that's the case is because you're not managing your client. Right. Yeah, totally. Anyway, the poster, the 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 Don Draper in the white suit and the black suit, like, you know, 
kind of meeting himself on the street. So that's why I'm I'm kind of thinking, well, maybe it's not such a chicken shit thing that you're saying. Okay, you don't know he you know doesn't know what he wants to be. I I think that's. That's well, that, good, that's going to be the synopsis. Oh, of this we tap season. into some serious mommy issues. Oh, in yeah, this episode yeah. No, that and are, that's and that's and that's. I mean, that's been kind of the underlying yeah. theme throughout and stuff. I just think, but I just think so it's easy, really going to go down. It's so easy to say, "Oh, this is a person that doesn't know what they want." Yeah, I mean, that's that's the underlying theme of what sixty seventy every show of on television, every show, every movie ever created. So that's a real easy thing, but then developing the levels of complexity in that, mm-hmm. what is their ultimate motivation here and there? And I think that the way that they ended the second one was a bit chicken shit. There you go. Yes, but I also think that, I mean, part of me wants to believe that what was intended for that ending scene was like, he's battling with this internal guilt that we never really see him battle with, so it makes him more human. But then I was also thinking, too, what's interesting about his character in this continual, I mean, we're on fucking season six of him like, who am I? What do I do? Ah, who's this person inside of me that's not Don Drake? I mean, it's like, give me a fucking break, man. It's like, Like, figure it out, dude. But it's also like such a great metaphor for advertising because advertising is definitely one of those industries that you can go into and never know who the and hell be you're supposed insanely to. accessible solely because you have no idea who you are. Yep. Not knowing who you are is one of the greatest catalysts for success in advertising because you become so many things in that time that you don't know what you are. Advertising, giving careers to crazy people since the 60s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. So, uh, all right, really quick, we just have to touch on GOT. Okay. What do you got? Well, having read the books, I'm astonished at how slow season three is starting because in my head, I was thinking, like, okay, basically by episode three, we are going to be in the thick of the most crazy shit ever. And so far, it's been like a lot of great banter dialogue with Tyrion and then like some good banter dialogue with Rob Stark being a badass and like and I'm just like like I'm seriously stressed out about how they're gonna get to everything but then I read this thing that was like oh they're only gonna do the first half of book three as season three and then season four will be the second half which makes sense because if you understood the magnitude of insane there's some heavy shit coming. shit yeah. that happens in book three like my husband would come downstairs at 10 o'clock in the morning on a saturday and i would be on the couch having been up for four hours oh, wait, wait. are we gonna have to hear about how ingrained you are in the books again i mean crying <laughs> and this is during book three yep, like, we're gonna have to hear about crying <laughs> Because that's how intense shit gets. Okay, well, <laughs> so now that we've touched on that, yes, let's do the same thing for Walking Dead and how season three ended, and and yeah, and how it ended was so not where I thought that it was going to no. end based on the comic books. No, it was disappointing. I mean the the fact the fact that 
I mean, you know, okay, it's far enough. If it's far, it's far enough away from the series or the season finale that if you haven't seen it yet, sorry, or shut off the podcast now. Spoiler. I can't believe the governor got away. Yeah. What the uh, fuck is well, that? The thing, so that's the, this is what concerns me. This concerns oh, me. <laughs> are you watching? Are you, watch hold, hold on. Are you watching it now? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh. I didn't hear anything. Okay. No, there's no way you couldn't have not heard the that. Thing, the thing is, anyway, is that... I guess we have to speak more The quietly. thing that I'm concerned about is that they are clearly... I think that they're scared that there is no conflict. That the zombies as conflict have become so everyday that they don't really... And survival, natural oh, survival... Yeah. yeah, that that's become standard. So they have to, and I think that they maybe are worried that they don't have anything. That's why he's staying around. Well, um, I just caught myself up on the comic books this week. Well, and it's totally not going that way. You don't think it's going that way? Well, I mean. There's a lot of stuff that isn't that way. Have you read them? I'm uh, up enough on them to know. Okay. Well, I I mean, I, I caught myself up. On the comic, you can you can uncover your ears because thing, you're not going to get thing, anything out of yeah, this. Yeah, the whole thing you, with the governor is totally off the comic book. Yes, but what I'm saying, like, Quinn, if, you like, can you, quit you can, being yeah, Quinn, an eight Quinn, year you old totally can because okay, well, based, don't ruin based, it for me. No, 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 no. This I'm I'm going with what's going on in the comic books now. Well, I have so, to watch this alone because Steve hates how anything uh, with zombies. Well, how I do too, but I fucking you? love this show. How far away are you? I'm I'm literally on the first episode of the first season. Yeah, no, what? I mean I absolutely Jesus. I absolutely hate zombie movies, but I love this show. But I, hate uh, I do, I do, I hate zombie movies, but I love the show and I love the comic book. But I mean, the thing is, is you know, like I said, I just caught myself up in the comics this weekend. There is so much more coming. Yeah, that that they don't need any of that. Yeah. I mean, there's there's more. And, and as a matter of fact, I mean, what just happened in the comic book that I absolutely will not reveal made me want to throw my iPad across the room because it pissed me off so bad and just broke my heart, you know? And I mean, and there were things that happened within the last couple of episodes of season three that I was just like, eh. you know, but God, I mean, there, there, it, it, it takes a real bad turn. And, um, yeah, well, and that's I all think, I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and you wonder, you wonder, I mean, because it feels like with the, with the comic book, people are so much more disposable and I, and I think they're, I think they're being smart in understanding the difference between the two mediums Mm -hmm. where in a comic book, yeah, it's okay. But TV, I mean, you know, it's like, you can't, you can't be so disposable with people because you, you risk, you know. Well, yeah, because I mean, you 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 run out. Of, you can run out of story really damn fast. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's all right. That's cool. all I'm going to say about that. Engage now. Given the fact that we have gone for two hours, we wrap this business up. Start wrap wrapping it up. It up. Wrap it up. Here's something. That I have set up, I set up over the weekend because, you know, most everything that I do is like a knee-jerk reaction. I'm like, oh, fuck, we need this. I have set up a wiki for the shakes. 
kind of for our own personal benefit internally, but we could certainly use the help of our listeners figuring it out because, you know, you guys know what Wikipedia is. It's like, you know, the encyclopedia that everybody contributes to. Well, so the the Shakes now has its own wiki at theshakes.wikia.com. And what we're trying to do is kind of catalog what each episode is about so that way when we're trying to figure out what to talk about we're not replicating what we've already talked about in the past this is what i'm trying to achieve and so uh if you know i'm going to be putting some stuff out there but of course since it is a a publicly editable thing you guys out there if you feel like you have something to contribute please do i have a challenge yes I want the history of the shakes to change weekly. Yeah, I want. Oh, it. there you go. I do too. I want the whole page. I mean, we got to start in medieval. I times. want somebody gotta... to remake the history of how the shakes came about weekly. Uh, there you go. I, I think that's be good. A child of war. One I think that's week, good. Right? I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah, and because yes, the, out, if you go out there to the wiki, there are bios of all three of us, and so I think on Wikipedia. No, not on Wikipedia. <laughs> on on like, this, no. no, on the Shakes Wiki. <laughs> no, 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 on the Shakes Wiki. And uh, yeah, I think uh, those are fair game too. Let's 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 see what kind of bios we have. What is in our past? Let's see. And so yeah, you go out there, go out there, set set it up. But but yeah, if you, if you have been listening to the the episodes and you know what they're about. Um, go out there and 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 put that out there, so that way we make sure we're not talking about the same shit over and over. Uh, I think that would be that would be very helpful. So again, that is at theshakes.wikia, w i k i a dot com. Next, ah, oh, god damn, headphones. Next beer to the buddies? Mad Men wiki. Yes, so we have beer buddies. Thank you to Robert Arnold, who is an old seven fifty beer buddy for this episode and a last minute entry once again our old friend joel garhold god bless you joel a yard beer beer buddy once again now he's a six peat so okay now this would be this would be good for the wikipedia but i have to tell joel we should keep track of beer buddies on the wiki i probably already said this but i have to say when my son was here we drove home we parked the car and I said, you just got wished happy birthday by somebody in Germany. How cool is that? So, Joel, thank you very much. For that. And I he kinda, said, yeah. Every time you tell that story, you get more and more like my grandpa. We came into the house with snowshoes, and as I was skinning I, the wolf, when I said, when he was rubbing down my knees, because no, it's not so like that. Sore. It's like every time you tell a story, it's like you know, you know, you've already told it. Have so, I, so, I have already so, told it? I'm so, sorry. Oh dear God! Yes, no, no. you've already told it. Yeah, you've told it like four times for like the last three episodes. But the best God part about it. it is, that I think you, it's so neat. You tell well, it is neat, it's but so damn it, neat. it's time to move on. It's Pat. So neat. It's neat. Chuck but, something at your head. But, but the best part about it is that every time you tell a story, you get more and more to the point where we're like, every story before that, we're like, why didn't you just say that? Like, <laughs> I don't know if I told this really quick, but Joe and then my son, and I'm like, God damn, that was cool. That's going to be next episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so speaking of beer buddies. Joel, you're dope. Oh, yes. And, and let's, yes, let's not... 
gloss over the fact that, I mean, come on, six times. Now he can't be number five on the illustration because he's now a six beat. He has to be number six. Yeah. So we have to. So so now Rusty has to go back and. Re- Do you want to like tell your wife about it? Get her to be a beer buddy. Yeah, or, like, well, we talked about moms <laughs> being beer buddies. Be, uh, yeah, we talked about moms being beer. I mean, come on, guys. There's there there's there's room for other people. You know, I mean, Joel does not have to to yeah. carry this burden alone. Quit making Joel carry the torch. Yeah, and and, and if if you want. To be a beer buddy, you can go to cocktailnapkinstudios.com slash beer buddy. And I actually have a great idea, Mitch. Mitch. Mitch Pruitt. We just laid down a whole lot of... Mitch Pruitt. A great way to get your studio's name out into other regions of the United States would be to become like Germany. a beer buddy. And, and, and I know... And you could even become gold-level beer buddy and buy us a 12-pack. While, while, while we were talking about that, he actually tweeted in the name of his company. But I'm going to save it, because they can be a beer buddy. There you yeah, go. Yeah, Gerb. Yep. So, Mitch, uh, you can take your blank, blank, blank company and they oh, could be because and shove it up well it's blank, actually blank, it's actually blank. two words but it's three syllables uh but the, there is there is a new beer buddy level that is out there that i've set up because you know people have said well okay i like the i like the yard beer the five dollars that's great the micro brew for ten dollars that's fantastic the old 750 but for what 20. about but what about the my needs so we've come up with another thing and it's called the keg and as you may or may not know, kegs come in all sizes. They are variable. There are pony kegs. There are kegs that you put underneath. You know, there's the kegerator. There's this, that. It's kind of nebulous. So the keg is basically a blank check. So you go in and, and you then s- we fill in the well, money. No, they they fill they fill, they, they, they fill it in. But the fact is, is we are not limiting them to a specific amount. So if you want to. Be a beer buddy and you really feel generous and, you know, the old 750 isn't enough or you kind of just say, eh, I just want to do a dollar. Okay, that's fine. You know, but I mean, kegs are kind of big. So, so you know, like bigger than 20 bucks or whatever. Um, so it's there. It's a blank check. So it's there for you to decide whatever amount that you want to put in. And so that's a new that's a new feature out there for beer buddies. Joel Gerhold. What did, what did, what did he say? Beautiful daughter on his shoulders. That's oh. Awesome. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the with the avatar, and he also he also said Joel tweeted in while we were talking earlier about um, Game of Thrones and saying that that it was definitely much more worth watching than Mad Men. Duh. So I mean, Duh. like like you knew that, but Duh. Uh, so so thank you to the beer buddies. Please consider becoming a beer buddy of your own so that way you can, uh, you know, release the yoke from Joel Gerhold's neck and, uh, you know, kind of pick up a little bit of it yourself. Uh, Quinn, being the busy person that she is, important person, is not going to be able to, and, and, and we're doing a makeup, uh, you know, on a Monday night since, uh, since we, we had some, Quinn was out traveling and jet setting yet again. Not as exciting as the first time that she was not able to to be in, but so so we're making it up. But then also Quinn is not going to be able to do the next episode. So we are we have already lined up a guest host for next episode. 
Oh, she got a dirtier mouth than me. Yeah, it, yeah. Now, so if you and guys, this is next Wednesday. This is this is yes, no, next Tuesday, next Tuesday. So, so we're so we're doing this this week, <laughs> Pat, and then next week on, we're doing another. We are right doing now. we are doing two weeks in a row, ladies Holy and gentlemen. No way. Yes, we are doing seriously, two weeks in a, Jeremy. Yeah. We are doing Jeremy. two weeks in a row, and uh, we are going to have Joy Muller. Come into the studio, and Judge, if you, Judge, Judge, yeah, Joy. and if you guys Joy, think that Quinn Joy, has a dirty Joy. mouth, Judge, holy Judge, Joy. shit, Fucking you are Joy. you are in for a treat because yeah. Joy me spoken yesterday. <laughs> it's, I always thought that was gently nice. spoken. No, no, I yeah. always thought those were the words. That what? I always thought the words were gently spoken <laughs> yesterday. So we're going to have Joy in next week for the next episode. To, she's going to gonna be great. She is going to be great. Because, you guys got to uh, get her super drunk. Oh, you got to get her on the brink between drunk well, and not drunk. That's that's her magic area. Yeah, she, Joy. Joy. Child. Children. Child. Children. Child. child. Rocking it in the business world. Yes. Owns her own business. Yeah. yeah. And I am already briefing. I plan to brief Joy on Cheryl Sandberg so that she can come. Well, shit, I'm not going to have it by fucking next Tuesday. Well, on your seven. asses. Well, you guys can at least watch the fucking TED Talk. It, does this have a lot of pictures in it? And See, it's Joy, only like Joy, 50 pages like you're saying, you know, like the drinking thing. Joy definitely has a magic hour. There's like, there's a, there's a fine line. We all have a magic hour, oh, Jeremy. Man. Yeah, but I, I have video on Joy. And I'm, I'm going I'm to talk about that next time. I, I spend my out. entire life pretty much trying to find that magic hour. Mm-hmm. Like there's that one hour between being drunk and being business drunk. And being where what you Joy did when I took video. <laughs> on fucking fire. I have like a 15 minutes. It's not an hour. Oh, I get, I get an hour and I never use it to my advantage. I always end up like in a bathroom. <laughs> like outside that's by myself pa- that's past the hour <laughs> where i'm like writing no, furiously on my phone the all these golden, funny ideas the golden yeah that's a golden something else are we though. done and eh, i think so i'm I'm looking at the the thing there's the this there's the that joy We're is gonna done. be on next episode i really We're hope so everybody done. tweets in and talks about how much they miss me or i may never come back ever Aww. again because I have low self esteem and need validation constantly. Oh no, there is there is one more thing. There is one more thing before before we go. The 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 reason, well, aside from the fact that there is probably nobody in Kansas City that has a dirtier mouth or equally as dirty mouth as Quinn than Joy, which was a pretty big draw. But yeah. also, she is coming in again. So you know, we talked about this last episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bulletproof <laughs> is coming up April twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. 25th, mm-hmm. and that is a, a series of presentations. By the way, I saw Pachacha. a rough cut. Ca- I saw a rough cut. <gasps> you saw a rough cut of the video, dude. Oh God, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> when I block you, it's so dope. I can't fucking wait to see this. <laughs> oh my so God, great. you guys, you guys. Oh, so so if you if you follow either Quinn, you gotta or follow I, Bic Media. And follow yeah. AAFKC. Yeah. Well, but if it, I'm talking about like the Instagrams, if if you guys oh, follow right, right. Quinn or I on Instagram, last week you probably saw some stuff where you know there were some like some spandex and some basketball uniforms and some some things. 
And yeah, I had that I had that really awesome photo of Quinn like spinning a ball on her finger, which was totally awesome. Yeah. Oh man. No. And and I said, I can't wait to show you guys. Okay, so apparently Quinn has seen a rough cut of what we did. Dope. Oh it's God, dope. I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to see it. Anyway, so yes, we uh, April 25th at Studio B in Kansas City. It's called Bulletproof All-Stars. It is a evening of, well, it's basically a ripoff of Pachakacha. And so we are going to be doing a number of presentations. Quinn is doing one. I am doing one. And Joy, our special guest host next week, is also going to be doing one. And uh, so we're going to be talking a lot about that. And uh, any, uh, you probably don't want to really say what you're doing. No, because mainly because I have no idea. Yeah. I still don't know. I, I, I know exactly what I'm doing and I do not want to talk about it. Yeah, you shouldn't because there's no way for you to talk about that and not give it away. Nope. But I will say that if you watch this video that will be coming out very soon to promote the event, you will get a hint of what Jeremy's topic is about. Yes. Well, uh, yes, that is true. And also we will put in the show notes. There are links that show why Quinn and I qualified for doing this event that's coming up. And so we'll we'll put all that in there. Pat is looking at his watch because he is totally uninterested in what we're talking about. Done. He's been so, so over this conversation. Uh, yeah. It doesn't so, involve him. Nope. Absolutely. If you guys have any questions or want to know more about us and the show, you can always go to cocktailnapkinstudios.com. We will see you guys next week, amazingly enough, where we will do episode 15 of the shakes so bye wow 15 15 we got it i mean is quinn's bringing a cake guys oh wait that's quinn's more not gonna be there. than half my age what up Whatever. <laughs> oh you guys when are Quinn old. comes back she's bringing a cake probably not no you are cheese <laughs> That was an assignment I just gave you. Oh more cheese. If you guys could have seen the level of seriousness that Pat no. Piper just looked at me at with. That was insane. I'm afraid. I, I just saw like. Bring cake. <laughs> no, you are bringing, bringing a, a cake. cake. I'll bring a cake. Oh, my God. 15. Of sorts. All right. Ooh, of sorts. Okay. Bye. All right, bye. Bye. This has been The Shakes with Jeremy Fuxa, Pat Piper, and Quinn Catherman. Visit CocktailNapkinStudios.com for more information about this show. Drinking up your cocktail, swimming in the coconut water.